This would be really nice with like a a spinach green chili three cheese grilled cheese. Jesus. With a bread? Yeah, with some nice Toast, bread. Some nice rye bread. bread. Cheese. This would go Toast great with some milk. Yeah. <laughs> milk? <laughs> no, I said elk. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard milk. <laughs> Not like Dude, an elk I think you just you, hit I with your car. I think you have quite a bit of elk, actually. <laughs> no, yeah, he didn't have a hunting license. Couldn't even take the elk with him. Oh! His his truck was so destroyed, you can see the the grill of the car. I thought you could just throw the elk on it and it would cook just perfectly. <laughs> yeah. It so actually cooked on contact, and I just I, <laughs> I chewed off the side of the, the, side of the road <laughs> to stay alive. <laughs> he used it as jerky. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Rest in peace, all those PETA listeners. <laughs> Nothing better than road trip. You know that was disgusting is that when I was looking at the front of my car smashed to shit, you could see the elk's hair just fucking everywhere along oh, there. It was gross. That's disgusting. Yeah. You hate to see it. And you can see my bones everywhere, too. <laughs> oh, my God. You were fine, dude. You walked out of there like you were JC. It's true. I, I walked away, and the car exploded behind me. Welcome back to another episode of Beer for Thought Podcast. Is that Zach? No. <laughs> it's the ghost of Zach. <laughs> we'll He's get into alive. that, but before we do, He's hello and welcome to the Beer for Thought Podcast, episode 29. I am one of your hosts, Jeremiah. The ghost of Zach. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Zach is here. But I'm Evan. I'm Matt. <laughs> and today, um, we're going to do, well, before we get into it. We gotta say something. Congratulations to me! I won the beer for thought fantasy. We draft. already went over well, that last week. Oh, but I'm still a winner. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Wait you all. Rub it on in. More, more importantly, Zach is with us. He is. Yeah. Or is it? Let ghost of Zach is with us. Let people know what happened. Zach, <clears throat> you almost died. Oh, an elk tried to kill me. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. He like, had a gun. People have a picture in their mind of uh, an elk physically attacking you. Oh, we can post the pic of the elk to the Beer Without Podcast if you guys want. Post it the story. No, thanks. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool looking. It's going to be pretty brutal. No, it's kind of nasty. We'll yeah. lose a follower. <laughs> we'll lose PETA. We worked hard to get PETA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would have preferred I died in that crash. <laughs> they probably do, actually. Man, so that, that truck of yours looks terrible. Oh, yeah, it's totaled. Totaled my my truck. I've got to get a new truck now. So if you're somebody who sells trucks and are, are a big fan of the podcast, give me a free one. <laughs> <laughs> get that insurance check and a free truck. Yeah, yeah. Man, dude, I feel bad. I feel real bad. I'm glad you're good, though. I, I feel bad for the elk. <laughs> you had it coming. I no, the elk walked away. <laughs> Unscathed. It did. This is yes. for the, the PETA. It, it absolutely did not fly 60 feet after I hit it with my truck across four lanes of traffic. That did not <laughs> oh, happen. Oh, geez. You want to know the, the awesome thing about this is, Zach, people, your insurance company will never know that you lost your bumper in a previous accident. Hey, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out, Jerry. <laughs> when you were driving worry, home. Two weeks insurance fraud is like five years in when, prison. When you hit a cholo. <laughs> That's and he left your bumper in the street because you got oh, both yeah. got scared. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. He, he took off. Hold on, I can't. I gotta say something. I can't take Matt seriously right now. He, he's he looks like he's at a podium, and he's this is this, this is, is what I'm talking about. This is my winning podium, by the way. <laughs> he's having bad allergies again, and he has to stand to clear the nasal passage. But he has it. His mic propped up on a 
Styrofoam cooler. <laughs> Why does he look like a spelling bee contestant? <laughs> How do you spell winner? <laughs> Fantasy podcast winner. W-H-I-N-E-R. <laughs> That's what Zach's been doing ever since he lost to me. Uh, wow. Oh, well, should we get into the actual show? Yeah, I feel like this beer is warming up. So we got to thank uh, our buddy Irie. Who, who's been on the pod before? Yeah, he was in our he was on our four fifty north episode. If you want to go back in the archives and listen to that one, yeah, man. Uh, but yeah, Irie went out to North Carolina recently on a work trip and procured a heck of a lineup for us. It was very sweet of him to do. We appreciate it. This might be the most excited I've been for a show. This is the most we paid for a show. Yeah, really. Well, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I think this one. Is up there. I think still think the Lambic one was. I was pretty excited. For yeah, Lambic is good too. But yeah, this one is. It's. I'm mainly excited because I've heard so much of this brewery and I've never had it, but I'm, I'm super excited. And yeah. today we got. And it's uh, North Carolina. Yeah, it's from Evans freaking neck of the woods. Evans, home state. Today we have Fontaflora Brewery out of Nebo. Or Nebo, North Carolina. Can you confirm that? Yeah. Uh, Nebo, Is it Nebo, Nebo or Nebo? I don't know. It's actually Nebo. <laughs> but North Carolina doesn't even know what the hell it is. So we're going to call it Nebo because I think that sounds cooler. It sounds great. Nebo? Yeah. Nebo. Isn't that like uh, from Flubber? I don't know. Is it? Bebo. 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 Ne- it's probably Nebo. but Nebo? Maybe. It's only, it probably it's is N- Nebo. N-E-B-O. So there's not, there's not a double E to be. Damn. Probably Nebo. It's not as cool now. Nebo. <laughs> Nebo flows better. It was never cool. <laughs> was it though? Was it not? I don't know. Pour it. What's the first beer? <laughs> the <laughs> first beer we have today is Grade A Unpasteurized Whipperwill Wit. It is a wit style beer. That's some alliteration. It's an ale brewed with oranges, coriander, and Earl Grey tea. Ooh. This is in a 16 ounce pint can at 4.5% ABV. Sounds amazing. I had posted uh, probably last week. By the time you listen to this, it'll be a few weeks ago on our podcast page about the next big beer trend. And I've been seeing more and more breweries incorporating tea into their brews, which we're a big fan of. Yes. I think we all voted tea over the other choice. Yeah, CBD. Well, CBD is also creeping its way into beer as well. And And then neck massage oils too. Yeah, and Robert Kraft uh, videos. (laughs) (laughs) Too far? Too far. It's got a pretty heavy wit beer smell. Yeah. It pour, well, first off, it pours off like a light, cloudy yellow. A lot of coriander on the nose. I get a base wit. I do get some orange for sure. Absolutely. I don't get much Earl Grey. I'm trying to get it. It. I feel like... A little herbaceous, but it's not... Yeah, I can't tell if that's the Earl Grey or the coriander. I kind of lean towards coriander a little bit more, although... I don't know. Coriander and Earl Grey can kind of be similar, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they're they're similar. I think it's more coriander though. It's it's definitely an orange and coriander. I hope we get some Earl Grey. In the it's taste. like a blood orange. It does have a blood orange. Blood orange, spicy kind of. It looks like a wit. Scent. It's a slightly more clear than it. It's it smells good. It's not as hazy as a as a typical unfiltered wit is. Although this is an unfiltered beer, it's still got some decent clarity to it. It's a beautiful beer. Light, it is. Light carbonation, not a whole lot of head. It's just kind of some light bubbles hanging around the edges of the, the, the glass. The well aroma, 
Mm-hmm. The aroma opens up a lot more once it's starting to breathe. It's quite nice. Should we go in? Let's go for a taste. Let's do it. All right. It's a pretty good start, I think. I really enjoy that. That's a tasty wit. It's a juice bomb for a wit. It really is. I think it's really tasty. I Yeah, I get you get a huge wit backbone, basically. But it tastes it, it tastes a lot like a wit. I mean, if there's any Earl Grey, it's a slight, slight undertone of Earl Grey kind of in the middle, but then it finishes up like a wit. Yeah. Yeah, you you kinda get it towards that that middle end kind of part, like right right before the finish. Right. Uh, but it is nice. I, I do like that touch of Earl Grey. And actually, touch of Grey. After it sits in your tongue for a little while, it kind of comes back, I think, their little Earl Grey accent to it. I'm really enjoying this beer. It is very good. Mm. Yeah, there's tea on the top of my, top of my roof, of my, the roof of my mouth. I get a little tea. Yes, yeah. yes. Huh. Yeah, I can feel that. What's what's going on up there, little buddy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, trying to reach the, what is that called? A little dangly? <laughs> <laughs> He's the, hanging on a little dangle dangle the, up there. The punching bag. What is it called? I don't even know what it's called. The ukulele. Oh, the U. That's right. I thought that was sexual, so I don't want to say it. <laughs> now that I'm you. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Here, read the description of it. So Grey. I've never actually read a description of what Earl Grey tea is exactly. But you definitely get that in the flavor. I mean, they they ma- they oh, yeah. put orange. Earl Grey tea is like a like. It's a British tea. tea. British tea, typically black. Flavored with oil and uh, orange, citrus fruits. I don't know. I get a lot of juiciness in terms of the mid palate. I think Earl Earl Grey just would pair really well with orange and coriander naturally. So for them to add incorporate that into this beer, I think it just flows. It doesn't like. There's no it, flavors it competing. It's right, all exactly. It's all harmonious. Yes, exactly. And it all blends and. and meshes well together similar to like a hazy ipa in a sense in terms of like the flavor profile it doesn't have that hoppy backbone no, but yeah no, no. that flavor profile is definitely there well yeah. and this is i i'd hesitated to to compare it to a hazy only because it's not like it doesn't have that turbid mouthfeel where you get a lot of like that yeast and suspension it this is definitely more aqueous and like this is a lot softer. lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's softer, but it has like the same kind of juicy orange, orange character. Yeah, I could get the juicy orange, orange part. You get yeah. the juicy, then you get a lot of earthiness yeah. to it too. Yeah, this to is me, a it's great more herbal. beer. It's delicious, herbaceous. But on the nose, I'm getting more orange now. Yes. Do you guys get more orange now that you're drinking it? The finish I just had was a lot of orange too. Like the um. When we first cracked it open, Crushable. all I get was that wit beer smell, and now it's just orange and coriander, and and I think we let it warm up to the perfect temperature. We got a lot of flavor in that. Yeah, but I yeah. think this would be, make a phenomenal table beer. Yeah. I think this beer would pair well with so many different foods. Yeah, ooh, a, a cask of this with more old gray in it—that would be yeah. delicious. Like last week we had that yeah. uh, table grisette. <laughs> that would be real. Oh, that, yeah. I, I mean, I would buy it. More orange peel or something like that. Uh, yeah, a little bit of orange peel and then just orange snacks. Can we issue <laughs> a, a challenge to sidetrack to just try and copy this beer and do that on their cask? <laughs> Dude, yeah, sidetrack. Yeah, they please have do. The, the cask would make a nice beer like this. They would because they they incorporate coffee into their beers really well, and I'm pretty sure they did have an Earl Grey tea beer on. <laughs> they did. We missed it. Dang. And then we, we went out with uh, Gonzo. 
and they tapped out that same day. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Within, what, two hours, they said? Three hours? Two, three hours? Something like that. Yeah, we didn't get that's that That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should we move on to the next beer? Yes, let's move on to the next beer. I don't cool. have a choice. Fifty Shades of Earl Grey. That's a great beer name. Man, that is a great beer name. Sidetrack, there you go. We've done all the work for you. Yeah. Now just make the beer and <laughs> let us drink it. Yeah, name your beer Fifty Shades of Earl Grey. <laughs> and then you got to put the Beer for Thought sticker on the bottom. And then there you go. Yeah, this winner. is our collab with you, by the way. <laughs> we didn't do shit, but you can have the name. Yep. <laughs> and we'll drink the beer. The next beer we have from Fontaflora Brewery is Need a Hug, an Appalachian wild ale aged on local blueberries and local elderberries. This is batch number four in a 500 milliliter bottle at 6.4% ABV. This smells like a like an artificial cherry popsicle flavor, and it's wonderful. That's what I smell. No, I don't smell that at all. I smell deliciousness. No, I mean, that's a good thing. Oh. Like it, well, you said artificial, so it made me just turn negative. No, it's a po- it's, it smells like popsicles. You definitely get the elderberry in this. We didn't even go over the color. It's such a beautiful... Oh, it's a beautiful, like, blueberry color. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you had fresh Mashed squeezed blueberry juice, blueberry. that would be this color. The blood of blueberry. Very strange. Poor blueberries. Art on this bottle. I'm sorry to... S- I- I'm sorry to say I'm not like well versed on elderberries and the flavor profile of elderberries, but it's like berries for old people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. They they pre-chew them up. Do they, do they smell like mothballs and <laughs> and, and death. <laughs> I hope not, because this beer does not smell like that. No, this smells the opposite. <laughs> this smells the opposite. No, this smells phenomenal. Well, wait, I get we've like, had. We've had it smells like a fresh blueberry saison. I do get a, like a saison-y character. Let's yeah. go for a taste, eh? Yeah. Carb looks beautiful. A uh, little bit of agitation brings up a nice, tightly packed little bubble head. Beautiful ruby red. I definitely get the blueberries in the nose now. Yeah. It's it's phenomenal. It smells good. Oh, wow. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that's you nice. definitely get blueberry. All right, these guys are awesome. <laughs> this is damn good. Yeah, that's... That is a lovely amount of tart and the blueberries. Not acidic. It's not no, shine. there's no acidity, but the tartness is phenomenal. Tartness carries on forever. Yep. Like it's Zach that. likes to say, this has got staying power yeah. in the department of tartness. You think it's going to be acidic and then like it stops and then it kind of just carries through. That's really so nice. nice. And I like that there's no acidity because it really lets that blueberry shine. Like no. you don't lose any of the flavors because of the acidity because there's really not much. But the tartness is great. It's it's like it's like biting into a blueberry. You know, it's yeah. it's tart. The, yeah. the fresh blueberries are tart, and that's what this tastes like. It tastes like fresh squeezed blueberry juice with some. Uh, but you know, like when the blueberries, the bigger ones, you know, they're not as tart. Um, it's kind of like that where it's it's cool and refreshing. It doesn't lead to the acidity of it, and it, it that's what it brings in this beer. Like it's almost to the glands, but that blueberry kind of. Steps it back a little bit. I love the mouthfeel of this beer. Yeah, this is about seventy-five percent up the driveway. The carb is excellent on this beer. It feels wonderful racing across the tongue, and then yeah, that tartness that just lingers. Oh man, this is lovely. That carb, yeah, you're right. The carb is great. It 
it pops just enough, but it doesn't detract from the beer. Like, it doesn't let the beer dissipate too quickly because it's overcarb. Yeah. It's just enough to really make it lively and so you get all that fruit character. And then after that, the blueberries take it away. This kind of, I mean, maybe it's because the bottle is similar. What kind of bottle style is this? It's like chips. I don't know. It's it's a cool bottle. It's it's a unique a, one. You'll see it on the pot. It's uh, on our it's the same style. Yeah, you'll see the pictures on the pot. But it, page. maybe it's the bottle itself. But it kind of reminds me of a Jester King flavor profile of a beer. Like it has that complexity, like that I've had before from them. Delicious, right? Yeah, this is this is great. Uh, I wish I knew what elderberries. I'm, I'm looking up what the flavor of the elderberry is. And blackberries and raspberries. What they're similar to. Okay. Or they're more bitter and more tangy. Okay. In flavor. Bitter kind of see the You can kind of get the tangy and hmm. a little bit of the bitterness, but I mean, it's it's good. Yeah, this is fantastic. This might be the. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. You oh, said I think you might. You may have just spoiled it. The best blueberry you ever had. Well, it might be. Let's go ahead and say it, Zach. Say it. It might be the best beer I've had this year. Oh, nice. Wow. Okay. It's up there. (laughs) Holy shit, is this good. Did any of us draft them? No, we didn't have them. We should have. Next time, yeah. (laughs) I guess we're only two beers in. I guess we should see what they have in store for the rest (laughs) of them. Yeah, this is... uh... This is one of the better blueberries I've had. And it's really cool because the picture... This is a phenomenal label. Beautiful label. Um, It's a big blueberry, like a giant blueberry with little arms hanging out, squeezing an elderberry into a a barrel. It's kind of cool. That's a pretty disturbing hug. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's an aggressive hug, I'll say that. Rest in peace, elderberry. Yeah, that's such a beautiful model. It really is. Designed by Wooly Press. Ah. Thanks, Wooly. Good job. My wife just drank half of the rest of what I had. I'm really <laughs> sad. And then after she drinks two huge gulps, she says, yeah, I'm not really a fan of elderberries. After she drinks <laughs> half of the rest of mine, I'm like, really? Rest in peace, your beer. Yeah, at least I have a couple <laughs> gulps left. So the victor goes the non spoils <laughs> Yeah, how's it feel to win now? <laughs> Still feels good. <laughs> cool, next beer? Let's do it. The next beer we have from Fonta Floor Brewery is Big Shrug, an Appalachian wild ale fermented with second-use blackberries and aged on fennel bulb, fresh fennel bulb. This is in a 750ml bottle at 6.4% ABV. It's like the MJ Shrug. It's got a picture of MJ just shrugging on the, <laughs> on the front of it. No, it's weights, though. The bottle art is too... Uh... Blackberries smashed together like plates of uh, lifting weights and connected by like a, a branch. Awesome. It's very nice. <laughs> cool. Open it up. So cool. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. I like how they're using uh, strange ingredients in all their beers. Ooh, we've got a foamer. <laughs> Look at that layers. one go. We should be putting these in ice, no? Alright, so this one pours out. It's like a deep, deep Orange, deep, deep orange, borderline red. Again, this one is highly carved. When you swirl this one in the glass, the head really sticks to the sides. It's got some, some stickiness to it. A lot of tiny little bubbles, but it's beautiful beer. Look at that study in there. Yeah, you get some raspberry seeds it's a, for sure. 
uh, it's kind of yeah, like a, a lot of raspberry seed. The blackberry, a strawberry juice strawberry. color. I don't know. Is raspberry is blackberry? Wait, 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 what kind of seeds? That was black. Look at that bottle. Oh, I it's like a lighter version of of the last beer we had. Yes. Yeah. Second so use blackberries. Okay. Oh. Yeah, shit ton of fennel in the in the nose. Yeah, it's got some herbal qualities again. Yeah, you do get a lot of fennel actually, but you still get some blackberry. It, honestly, I think it's a nice balance. <sighs> smells delightful. It smells floral and fruity all at the same time. I'm having a hard time getting the blackberry. A tiny little bit like cleaning supplies. Just a little, a little bit. Zest I don't there. get any acidity where you get that though. I'm getting just overpowered fennel. I don't. I don't think it's a bad thing, but yeah, maybe it's not as quite balanced as I was thinking. Yeah, I, I do. There's more it, fennel. It leans a little more fennel than blackberry, but hopefully the taste. The carb is great on that. Wow. Yeah, it is super carved. It's beautiful when you like tilt the glass and it's running up along the side. Interesting. That's, this one is not nearly as tart as the last one. I've never had a beer. That tasted like fennel. That is good. Well, it's fennel up front, and then it ends blackberry. Yeah, but it's crazy in that profile. You, it's so unique. You can definitely tell it's second use blackberry. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's a, it's it's a, a light black. blackberry. It's yeah, it's like Delicate. a blackberry essence. Yeah. Not, I don't know. It's not quite an essence. It's more blackberry than that. But it's definitely not. It's like po- it's not a potent blackberry it's like a flavor. Second use blackberry. It's exactly what you imagine it to be. Yeah, right. This would pair well with a nice steak dinner meal. I feel yes, like Like some (laughs) roasted potatoes, like a gorgonzola steak. Ooh, it would. That would be great with this beer. Oh man, damn! (laughs) I just thought like gorgonzola beer. Honestly, like no, 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 no. gorgonzola steak. (laughs) No, no, I know, but I just imagine a gorgonzola beer. Weird. That's it's not like I'm not trying to be uh, off put this beer or like put it down, but. I've never had a fennel tasting beer. I've never even heard of it incorporated in beer. Yeah, it's definitely a unique ingredient to use in a beer for sure. But I kind of like the, the I like <laughs> the herbal I like the herbal floral qualities that it brings up front, and then it gets you get the black rays at the end. For the common man, what is fennel? It's a spice, an herb. I didn't know that. Herb, as Evan would say, it. it's herb. a herbal. You know what this this beer does to me herbal. Like uh, the fennel and the, the blackberry. <laughs> it brings me back to North Carolina. Herbal. North Carolina. <laughs> it does. I didn't know you were trying to get so sentimental. I was. I know. It brings me back to North Carolina. The fennel and the blackberry. I mean, and the wild gerbils out there. Yeah, that too. Is that a thing? <laughs> huh? Wow. Oh, man. Is that like what looked like a slug at the bottom of my <laughs> But it was just a pile of fennel clumped together or blackberry seeds. Man, this is good beer. <laughs> Delicious beer. This beer is going to bring us into break. It is. Uh, going into break, we have, if we have any Gary V fans, he's a motivational speaker, entrepreneur-ish kind of dude. Anyway, a uh, local artist from Albuquerque that we featured on a podcast some time ago. It's been two two months or so? It's, yeah, been, it's a been a while. while. Three, week, three months. Uh, anyway, he he just got featured on Gary V's Monday to Monday music playlist, which is a pretty big, kind of a big deal. Huge deal. Um, congrats, man. Yeah, congrats to Jay Scribe. And Jay Scribe, you have us to thank for your success and no one else. <laughs> 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 no, he's great. This is another song. Well, should, yeah, I don't think we should play Minute Maid again, should we? It was a great song, but 
Uh, we can play something else from his music. Maybe we can get a sneak peek from Jay Scrab. We'll see. This is Jay Scrab. Motivate me the best, and I'm taking every shot till they taking my breath. Yeah, really down, but then I rose. Pay no mind the opposition. I just pedal to the goals. I'm the hottest in the queue. I saw your case, but now it's closed. Had to cut some people off and had to keep the homies close. Oh yeah, where were you when I was down and was bleeding? Trust me, I know you only around for the season. You don't know my struggle. I thank God just for breathing. Put up on their neck, but just know I have a reason. Finna take it coast to coast. Now I'm winning, now you're trying to get. A- Welcome back. Hope y'all enjoyed that little sound from Jay Scribe. Today's, uh, we're going to the local spotlight spotlight right away after the break. This week's local spotlight belongs to Bombs Away Brewing Company. Today we have their Rye Saison. It is packaged in a 32-ounce crowler at 7.4% ABV. This light and body farmhouse style ale does not fall short on its main charge of flavor. The wheat and rye used to complement the uniquely spicy characteristic of Saison yeast. Lightly hopped, very dry finish, highly aromatic. Boy, bombs away. Bombs away. This is a cool little spot up uh, by Kirtland Air Force Base, if you're in Albuquerque, on the northeast part of town. I can't say it. Actually, it'd be the southeast part of town. I can't say I've had much of their beers. I've had them a couple times, but not a lot. It's good stuff. Under five times, for sure. Easily. I I enjoy their stuff honestly. I really like their beer and their their head brewer slash owner David Kimball or Kimball or Kimbrel. I think it's Kimball or Kimbrel. Anyway, really nice dude. Yeah. Uh, the first week they were open, he took us all for a little brewery tour their their operations and stuff like that. And they a lot of their brewery is made by hand. Like they made their mash ton out of this like it's like this big vat. It's like sideways though. It's a, it's a sideways mash tun, and so it's like kind of like so it looks like a big cool ship, huh. but it's it's really interesting. It's really cool because it looks like a uh, it's got like that paint job. It's it's like um I don't know what the aircraft it was on, but it's the teeth like the shark. Oh, the shark oh, teeth nice. on the aircraft. Warhog. Yeah. No, oh, nice. So it's painted like that, and it's it's just a really cool operation. I think hmm. the, he said they repurposed a lot of dairy um, equipment. To build their brew house. Anyway, really cool thing. Really cool brewery, and uh, their thing's really cool. It's kind of like a military themed yeah. place, and it's right off the base, so it makes sense. They have the, uh, the Desert War type paint all over. Desert paint. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't even been to their brewery. I need to go check it out. It looks like a barrack in a way. I'm like five and one playing Jenga there, too, so. <laughs> pretty pretty special place to me. <laughs> pretty special place to me. <laughs> what are we drinking? What is this? Rice, rice saison. Yeah, you get huge spice from this. I mean, you get that nice saison spice, but then the rye incorporated with that, it's definitely a spicy smelling beer. It's got some funk, dude. It's got that farmhouse funk. Yeah. That is farmy. Yeah, it's a it's a definitely a high it's a overly spiced farmhouse style ale. It pours out nice too though. It's a beautiful yeah, color. It's got, color. It's, it's got like a beautiful orangish orange color to it. What a haze. Gold. It's a hazy it, it looks like a farmhouse should look, and it's got great carb. It's very good. It's going for the taste. It is a good beer. It's a very spicy, very, very funky saison, and it is fantastic. Mm. I like the, nice. how the rye plays into the beer. Yeah, That's usually great. I'm not a fan of like. That's a great farmhouse beer. Usually I'm not a fan of too much like farmy aftertaste of the finish. This one has a nice finish. This is a cl- for as spicy as it is on the nose, 
And for it to be a farmhouse style ale, it, that that spice doesn't carry through. Yeah. It finishes up pretty clean, but you get a lot of the spice and the aroma, and kind of in the middle of the beer. Yeah. And then it finishes clean. It's it's actually a phenomenal beer. Yeah. It's really good. It's clean, and you definitely get the saison yeast into it, and the big ty- the big bubbles, and all that. It's good. Their self titled Bombs Away IPA is fantastic. Yeah, their IPAs are delicious. Honestly, it's all the beers are very well brewed. If you go in there. I, when I go in, I always get a flight, and I always quite enjoy all all the stuff that I get. I really like their winter lager that they had on about a six to eight weeks ago when I went in, and um, trying to think of what else I had. They still have that that it's dark lager or something. Well, I had the dark lager. They, I think last they have week a spring. Test. Yeah, the dark lager. They have a delicious. spring lager now, don't they now? They do. Uh, I did try it. It's the Easter lager, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I I think all the beer that they do is really well. They they brewed a stout last year, and they've brewed stouts since then. But it was I can't remember the specific name of the stout, but it was delicious. It was just a really rich, heavy, thick body, uh, dark roasty the body stout. Set the flow, and it was just a normal stout. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> 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 it was just a normal stout. It you know, it wasn't an adjunct. It wasn't barrel aged. It was just huge mall bill stout and it was delicious I, I was talking to one of the bartenders that helped brew the beer and he said that they barely fit all the grain into the mash tub like <laughs> he, he said they they thought it was gonna overflow but they packed that thing to the brim and it really came out really nice this is a while back so two questions yes the bombs that are hanging from the ceiling do they have live real. ammunition it, it is real 100% real so those could drop at any moment and just kill all the patrons they're filled with beer Couple. Oh, thank God. At that point, they're not patrons. They're victims. Zach. <laughs> are they victims if it's filled with beer, or are they lucky? Oh, if it's filled with beer, that's great. Oh, cool. yeah, they're yeah. lucky we participants. We should drop those bombs all over the Middle East. Get those guys some beers. You know what I, I like yes, about Bombs Away is they don't really add a whole bunch of adjuncts and a whole bunch of popular ingredients to their beers. It's they did have a really simple. nice sour on when I was there, actually. Well, yeah, I mean, they have but know, yeah, the, the they, styles, but they don't add, like, you know. The first time I had them was at Winter Brew. I think it was, like, the first time I went. I was, like, two years ago. Mm-hmm. They had a nice blueberry sour beer, and it was really good. I, I guess mean, what I'm trying to say is they keep it simple. They do. They definitely do keep what it simple, I like. yeah. I agree. And and the second question, they have a apple beer. They do. I it tastes like cider. Yeah, it's like. Do you need a different liquor license to have this cider? You do, but I believe what they did is it's basically is forty-one, per, or sorry, fifty-one percent grain and then forty-nine percent apple juice. So technically, it is a beer. So they just are point. they are they doing that deliberately to like skirt the liquor? The license yeah. Rules? Oh, <laughs> so essentially, it's it's almost like a cider, but technically, it's still a beer. It's still a beer, Zach. Because a beer has I to be fifty-one percent grain. You got to work the system. But if they, they might, yeah, if they did go- want to brew a cider, they'd have to have a they'd have to have a wine license. My girlfriend had one, and I tried it, and it was very good. They bombs away. I, I don't. They had an article. Darkside uh, wrote an article on them. It was a while back, and I don't want to screw it up. So, I, from what I remember, she was either an intern or she was hired on as an assistant brewer. I want to say she was an intern going through the CNN brewing program, but she was a retired nurse. Like she was a nurse for a large number of years, and then decided she wanted to get into brewing, and then she. Uh, bombs away. I believe it was a it was an internship. Like hired her on to, and then she like stole all the secret recipes. <laughs> but I thought it was, it was a cool story that she was a nurse and she was retired and she just wanted to get into brewing, so she did. 
pour me a beer. The next beer we have in this all Fanta Four Brewing Show is Float the Stars, a Flanders in style correction, Flanders inspired sour red ale. This is in a 750ml bottle at 7.2% ABV. Initially brewed in February of 2017, Float the Stars is a two-year blend of different barrel stock and aged on cherry and local figs. That sounds good. We all float up there. Ah, this smells wonderful. This smells like a Flanders should smell. I love Flanders. Some nice acidity to it. Acidity on the nose for Flanders almost goes acetone, but not quite. Yeah, I get a little bit. If you get the fig, you get the cherry, and it's almost acetone. It's almost hairspray, but not quite. Yeah, it's it's teetering the line, though. This is how it should smell. I love the smell of Flanders. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Flanders is... Yeah, great guy. Something about that smell. (laughs) It smells so great. <laughs> you get the fig too. Yeah, you get the fig, you get the cherry, and you get like I said, it's it's a nice acidic nose that wants to lean acetone, it wants to lean hairspray, but it doesn't quite go that way. Which would be off putting, but this smells great. Does smell good. Maybe like some apple skin. I definitely get apple skin. Like yeah. red apple skin. I get that with every flanner though. Like it's it's not quite there, but it's you can you can smell it. I can kind of see like a little. It's like a red apple skin. <laughs> I can see that's almost acetone figginess in there. Yeah, some figs, some cherry. Getting figgy with it. <laughs> it smells great. Yeah. Do we go with the color? Uh, the color is kind of like a like a muddy red. It's like a old apple. It, dark it amber. Looks, it looks like a fresh pressed cider. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like a muddy brownish yeah. red kind of thing. If you get yourself a if you get yourself a bottle of like simply apple, yes, it yes, looks yes. like this. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, which is the best apple juice on the market, FYI. Let's go take that, Mott's and Treetop. <laughs> <laughs> Treetop sucks. Treetop is better than Mott's, but I simply Mott's any day. No, 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 no. no Treetop is terrible. No, Treetop <laughs> is much better than Mott's, but simply apple is the best. Yes. Yeah, I've gotten it. We'll let these guys talk about our apples yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while we drink. So this is another interesting one. This this has a really nice tartness through it as well. In the middle of this one, I get like some kind of like candy flavor. Yes. It's really nice. The tart hangs. It doesn't like it's not in the finish, but it hangs there. Hangs. I'm telling you. It's hanging on my thread. But the finish is like a nice like, is it, I don't know if it's dry, but it's like like a clean finish. I want to say caramel candy apples. Yeah, and it's and it's tart. So I kind of want to say it's it's similar to like those sour green apple caramel candies, those suckers. I love those suckers. <laughs> but it's more tart, and you do get some candied fig along with that. And I, I'm trying to get cherry, but I don't know that I necessarily get cherry. This one comes in tart at the beginning. It sweetens up in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the and fig. Get, yeah, it's definitely the fig. I think. And then it, it goes back to a little bit of tartness, and then it cleans up pretty nice. I get the. Uh, I, I really enjoy that. The tart oh. cherry in the beginning, and it's back in the plan for me. Mm. This is like this reaches, this mm. reaches the plan for me. Really? Oh yeah. I don't know what it is, but it does. Wow, your glands must be wide open tonight. <laughs> yeah. 
He's been smiling. They're ready to receive. <laughs> um, you know, your glass are ready and waiting. This one's complex, man. I think it's super it complex. complex. I enjoy it. I, think I, I, if any, if, if I get any cherry at all, it's more of like a tartness from a cherry, but I don't really get any cherry flavor. You know what this did? I went to the dentist today. They had a cleaning. Stripped everything off of it. <laughs> uh, well, that's probably where you get the gland action. Yeah. Other than the cling on to it, just slipping <laughs> off the teeth. I think this beard would be great in, uh, well, shit, what's it called? Those little water rivers you go into on the inner tube. Lazy rivers. Lazy rivers. Yes. This is a nice lazy river sipping beer. Oh, I thought you meant the river was going to be made of this. <laughs> no, no, no. You're just no. Like I would swimming not, in it. I would not be disappointed <laughs> in that either. That would be great. <laughs> I guess if you're by yourself. It, yeah, if it's just me, you know. <laughs> Who needs what a float? I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> One of the interesting things about this beer is the tartness. It coats my entire tongue. Yeah. yeah. Like, from the entire... The roof of your mouth. It hangs. The entire everything. tongue. And normally when you get a tartness, it's it's maybe the edges of your tongue or, or maybe like the back of your tongue. But this is like the entire tongue. It's interesting. Usually I get them on like the sides. like the, Yeah, the more of the sides. Yeah. And, and towards the back, but it's an entire tongue experience. This one's beautiful. It's a beautiful beer. I quite enjoy this one. I don't really get apple flavor. Like, I know you're describing a sucker caramely, but I don't get, like, a pronounced apple. It's more of like an... No, it's more like the, the tartness. Yeah, it. yeah. This beer feels like a like a firm handshake, but for your tongue. <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, I don't does. know. It does. You get cherry on the exhale, right after a sip. And that's where I get cherry. I can yeah, see I can that see a lot. Too. Yeah, it's more so there than the flavor. Despite the tartness level, the drinkability level of this is very high. I keep coming back. Yeah, I know. I want to keep dissecting it because it's it's complex enough for you to keep on coming back, but not quite tart enough to shy to to make you shy away from taking another sip. Yeah, this is an intriguing one for sure. It's delicious. Very good. Another solid beer. We're moving quickly through this, and yeah, that's that's great. <sighs> Just enough tartness to to really make you come back for more. Lazy River, pitch black outside for some reason. That seems like the perfect situation to drink this beer. Can't wow, explain. Sounds it. like death. Somehow you're in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> picture you like run up on this large waterfall yeah. and then just <laughs> taking those. No, no. I picture off. like you're driving <laughs> in a truck late at night. Sipping on this beer, and then out of nowhere, Wait, you see an elk. You see an elk. You see an elk in the distance. You have to cut this out. And you're we like, do not promote we do we not promote. I'm coming driving. for you, elk. No, the, that's not how it happened. And to be fair, the elk wasn't even in the road. He was no. off the road. <laughs> Zach turned into it. What are you doing? <laughs> Zach's like, I need myself a new truck. <laughs> uh, I missed that truck. I missed you. Oh, I'm sorry. That was too far. Hey, wait. Fun fact, though. Had a cooler full of beer, full of glass bottles. <laughs> Somehow in that crash, you know, I got scuffed up a little bit. Not too bad, but m- my shins are fucked up. It's weird. You know you know how those beers fared? Perfectly fine. Oh. Perfectly That's fine. Every single one of them. Coors Lights, they're, they're pretty sturdy. No, no, no. Dude, I, drank, I had some stuff from the cellar. Not my cellar. <laughs> <laughs> from cellar. a cellar. <gasps> dude, Ooh. that would have been heartbreaking. Well, I mean, it was already heartbreaking, but still. 
<laughs> yeah, I forget the truck. <laughs> At least the beers are fine. Honestly, it was a, uh, it was good news. When I looked at it, like, I was like, oh, yeah, good deal. The real question here is, how many steps did it take to check on the beer? Uh, like, when did you check? You know on what? The beer? It wasn't my first priority. I was, <laughs> I was in a really dangerous spot just... around like a blind corner. Oh, so oh. I was like really worried that another car was gonna like come flying through, and I was gonna like get hit by the car. So yeah. I was like, oh shit. The beer wasn't the number one commitment. <laughs> well, I was just trying to live so I could have that beer. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I was just trying to survive so he could have done this show with us. Yeah, he was my listening. only thought was, wait, the podcast, I must leave. He was listening <laughs> to the podcast while it happened. Okay, the beer can be the yeah. second number, like the second commitment, but... The first was pausing the podcast. Yes. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I didn't want to skip a second of it. <laughs> this elk's fucked up my podcast experience. You fucking elk. <laughs> 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 All right, should we move on to the last beer of the night? Mm-hmm. The last and final beer we have in the Fontaflora Brewery episode is Higher Form of Consequence, a strong stout brewed with local honey and coffee. This is packaged in a 750 ml bottle at 8% ABV. I'm tor- I'm really torn about this beer, honestly. Why? I hate honey and beer, but I love coffee stouts. Okay, but mead is brewed with honey, and it's oh, delicious. Yeah, but mead's Are not beer, sure? and I agree it is delicious. I know. That's true. Mead is... So, I've had some unbelievable mead. But my God, that smells amazing. It looks beautiful from here. Oh, man. This looks delicious. The head's like a beautiful dark tan. Thick, like dude. an espresso crema. Look at the oh, the carb. You can tell it's perfectly carb. It's perfectly carb. The nose is phenomenal. Yes, the nose is yes, sir. phenomenal. <laughs> wow, that smells amazing. Okay, if I could if I could yell at the top of my lungs right now, my that child is, wasn't sleeping, I would. The honey is crazy intense on the nose, and the, so is the coffee. Yeah, though. it's both there and. Whoa, I'm so excited. I've said this beer. many times. I'm getting sick of this coffee adjunct thing, but this beer may have revived it just off the smell. <laughs> it smells like <laughs> well, I'm hoping you get sick of it so you give me all your coffee beers. <laughs> and it's crazy because this one, they had other variants. Like they had the coconut. They had uh, a couple other like standard variants, but I was like, we should have just done a whole show on there. Did you describe uh, the bottle art? No, it's a weird looking. It looks like a... Star What's the second evolution of Charmander? <laughs> Oh, Charizard. No, no it's that's the final. Charmeleon. Charmeleon. Right. So it looks like if he... I don't know what the hell you're if he made it, If he made it with a human, <laughs> and then that there was like a bunch of like... They were, they were near like a toxic waste dump. Looks terrible. Pitch black. That is pitch black. I'm trying to... I'm holding this up like I'm literally touching a light bulb, and Can't it see is shit. pitch black, which I love. I'm excited. Oh, we can pull out the thickometer. Oh, yes, we can. Let's go in for a taste, guys. Let's go in for a taste. Good lord, that's delicious. Ooh. Wow, that's nice. This is the best out twenty nineteen. <laughs> it might be. Yeah, this is this is incredibly smooth. What's the ABV again? That's like straight. It's only it's eight. chocolatey coffee. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the chocolate. <laughs> I do get a ton of that chocolate. I wish we. I wish you guys could see Matt's face. Oh, he's he's in ecstasy <laughs> right now. He's got a grin, like the biggest smile, like 
not even a smile. It's like a big grin smile. I don't oh, even know what this. Wow. The mouth feel. Yeah. Oh, it's it's so nice. Oh my god, it's like silky smooth. This beer <laughs> is unbelievable. <laughs> Unreal. It's really. I'm good. speechless. So I don't, I don't even know what to say. Stouts aren't even really my favorite uh, style, and this one is. This one competes with a lot of great beers I've had. Holy uh, shit! Is this going to be a hard decision for okay. beer of the night for me? Holy we gotta get the C's. How many C's? Thickometer. How many C's are we? Um, four is the max. One is the four is the max. We have a maximum amount of C's. Yeah, we've always done four. Okay. It's a three C's. Yeah, I agree. I was going to go with three C's as well. It's yep, not three. It doesn't coat as much as like Dark started, so, but that one had molasses. In it's it. a three yeah. C thickness level, but it's so silky at the same time. It's a three C thickness on the thickometer. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's that's crazy. I love the mouthfeel of this parents. This is like a. Like, if you just got a Dopio Espresso, two shots of espresso, three shot quad espresso, straight espresso, and you just had just a small piece of dark chocolate on the bottom and you poured those shots oh. right into it, that's what this beer is. This is great. The dark chocolate Fucking note. Yeah, that, yeah that's, <laughs> that's there. <laughs> you just get a little dabble of the honey. You don't get too no, much honey. The, the honey no. is what makes this beer for you. I think it holds it together. Like yes, it, exactly. It's got the honey to me comes off of as just like maybe a. It's not like a hundred percent cocoa, but it's just like it's a it's a sweeter dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't really come like. off as honey. To me. It's not bitter. It just adds like a tiny tad bit of sweetness to it. It adds the perfect amount of yeah. sweetness to yeah. this. Some stouts have like a, a yeah. bitterness to it that I'm not like super fond of. This one does not. But the coffee flavor, sweet. the coffee is not like the the super bitter coffee, dark no. roast thing. The, the, it's the honey and the coffee that plays so well together. Yeah, the carb in all of these beers has been dead perfect. It's been incredible. Really, really incredible. <laughs> yeah. You can stack this up with some of the best stouts we've had on the pod. Man, that's good. Do we... Alright, let's go with... Uh, Get it or forget it. I think it's all yeah. get it. <laughs> I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't think it. we need to do that on this show. Uh, yeah. well, we can, we can, we'll, we'll recap, we'll the, lineup, recap the lineup, but I don't think we're going to need to go in and get it or forget it. The beer we just finished drinking was Higher Form of Consequence Strong Stout Brewed with Local Honey and Coffee. I've been meaning to recap the beers that we just finished drinking so that people. Oh, that's probably a good idea. I, know. I always forget, but. Go back in time through the old memory banks. Yeah. Well, I'm not cutting any old ones. Sorry, fam. <laughs> <laughs> the first beer we had tonight in this all Fontaflor Brewing show was Whippoorwill, a wit beer brewed with Earl Grey tea. Then we had Need a Hug, a wild ale aged on local blueberries and local elderberries. Followed up by Big Shrug. Which was a Appalachian wild ale fermented with second-use blackberries aged on fresh fennel bulb. Then we had our local spotlight, which belongs to Bombs Away Brewing Company. We had their rye saison. Followed up by Float the Stars by Fontaflora, a Flanders-inspired sour red ale. 
And we finished off the night with Higher Form of Consequence, a strong stout brewed with local honey and coffee. Beautiful lineup, man. Again, we gotta before we move on, we gotta give another thanks to Irie. Oh, this yeah. wouldn't have been possible without you, man. We appreciate you going out and grabbing these amazing brews. Yeah, yeah man. Okay, that was this is very nice of you. We appreciate it. This is the best show I I've done on the podcast. I don't know. I didn't do Holy the outcast. I wish I did. But this is the best, man. It's right up there. For well, me. I mean, if you're talking about the quality of of each style, I think all the styles that we've had are high on the spectrum. As opposed to Allagash, where like I didn't think the stout was on par with this stout, like because we had Allagash Black, which is a stout. Right, but well, Allagash Black is just kind of like their house stout. Yes, I agree. This is like a neat, like a this is more specialized. Sure, yeah, but that's what I'm saying in terms of show. These guys, this is close. This is close to some of the best we've had. They killed some sort of like a beer with hops that they brew. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if they even do, but if they do, that would have been really cool to try. If they do, I'm that. sure it's delicious. Yeah, um, yeah I'm super curious to try. <laughs> I, I am just blown away by this. This brewery. makes my list of breweries I need to go try. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Wish I had known how good they were. Would have drafted them. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, I think this definitely would have been on um, all of our lists. Draft is, list. this, is this one of those breweries that's kind of it's on the up and up. It's on the up. My buddy um, Tuch, who always I always mention, he said this is one of his favorite breweries. He said this they had the best strawberry beer he's ever had. Hmm. Um, it's a it's a seasonal, so whenever they comes out, I'm gonna have to ask him to procure some. But oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, this is unbelievable. I'm I'm literally I'm floored yeah. by this. Are are we all in agreement that this stout was the best one? Oh, I don't <laughs> know. It's so good. But yeah, it, I, for me sure. it is. And I, I was coming from the guy who loves like sours and stuff. And really? The stout's your favorite of this lineup? The stout is my favorite. Wow. Dude, that, that is crazy because yeah. Jerry's a sour dude in and out. Yeah. And through. yeah. yeah that's, I'm shocked. That stout is so good. And it's like, it's just perfect. Like I, I, couldn't, I couldn't make a suggestion on if it needs to add anything or subtract anything. Great mouthfeel. Great body. Coffee comes through perfectly, not bitter. The honey. I'm still drinking this. I don't want it to. End. I know. I'm sad that <laughs> I'm sad that we each can get a bottle to take home because it's so fucking good. You know, there's four or five of these. I cursed. I mean, geez. I'm trying to, I'm trying to clean <laughs> you, it up. You did twice on this beer. Man. Yeah, I you know. rarely do that when you're. I mean, you do, but not when you're describing beers. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can make a legitimate case for four of these beers to be in my top ten for the year so far. Which is oh, incredible. Yeah. All coming from one place. That's incredible. And can make a real strong case that three of these are part of the top five beers I've had for the year. Uh, blows my mind. And I, I'm having a tough time choosing which one was best. So, we, I'll just say it. I think people already know. We're not going to do Get It or Forget It because all of these oh, yeah. beers are all Get It's for all of us. Yeah. So, now it's down to just picking our beer of the show. So I did mine. You did yours? Okay, yeah. Yeah, J- I'm setting Jay it. Did. It's going to be set. Okay, Jay did his, which it's was the, uh, Truth. It is the higher form of consequence, the strong stout brewed with local honey and coffee. Delicious brew. <sighs> I'm, I'm, I kind of want to try all the variants of this. That has a Medianoche silkiness to it. Yeah. It's not, and it's not barrel-aged. 
Can you imagine this barrel aged? Oh my! It doesn't forget it. But see, I don't even. I think, don't even want to. I don't, I don't even you know, think it needs no, it. No, it doesn't. You know what? It doesn't need it. It would be a different beer, and I think this beer is perfect in its current state. But I also, I would love to try a very. I also much. think yes. a, a bourbon barrel would would do it really, really nice too. Oh, oh it would up. God. I think it would up the ante. It would be like a four C's almost. I feel like too. It would add yeah. just like a nice vanilla caramel. Like, oh man, forget Get about it. Get out of here. Uh, I'll I'll just go ahead and say mine as well. I'm I'm also going to go with the higher form of consequences, the stout that we just had. Um, we're still ranting about it, but it, it truly the, deserves it. It's the to me, it's the weirdest looking label. I don't like the label. <laughs> oh, it's bizarre. <laughs> I think yeah, it's weird. It really is. I think it's strange. It AF. looks like one of those uh, Star Wars characters. It's freaking. Oh, yeah. It's weird. I, I don't know what they're called. It could, it could be. It's just weird. Uh, but Mel. But the beard. It looks like Admiral Ackbar. Good. Yeah. yeah, it does. It's a trap. Mel. <laughs> it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Calamari or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And also, like, well, I'm not going to go there. I was going to say, uh, it looks like an, uh, it looks like a, a dinosaur from Land Before Time Gone Wrong. <laughs> That's Like the artist fucked up. <laughs> trying to make it a half-breed creature and human. Yeah, and honest, and I, I have to give a quick mention to Need a Hug. The blueberry sour. Yeah. Was it right would have been up there for me. It was. It was until this beer. So this is a collab, right? I don't know. It doesn't say it's a collab, but there's also another brewery on on the label. Well, that wouldn't happen without it being a collab, right? There's no there's information about a collaboration or anything on the label, but there is another brewery's name on the label. So I'm curious to try those guys so too. Go ahead and yeah. we'll name them, Zach, since you Old Hickory Brewing. Old Hickory. It's so fucking good. Why is this is impossible though? There's the, I'm I'm looking at four beers here. I've had I think I've had a better blueberry out. It's close. So while you're while you're making your decisions, Zach, I looked up the untapped description of a higher form of consequences, a stout. And here it is. Brewed in collaboration with Old Hickory Brewery, the OG stout makers of North Carolina. Mashed with Southern Select two row barley from our friends at Riverbend Malt House in Asheville, North Carolina, along with a decadent blend of the finest caramel, chocolate, and roasted malts. Fermented cool with our preferred house ale yeast for a lux- luxurious mouthfeel and perfect residual sweetness, aged additionally with local coffee. All we could have done is read the description and we could have just ended the show. That's how <laughs> it's like a perfect description yeah. of this Fermented beer. Fermented cool. That's so interesting. It's unreal. This beer's good. That's interesting. But yeah, such a lux- luxurious mouthfeel that beer has. Silky. Like a nice yeah. pair of satin underwear. <laughs> so what do you what do you guys act? I'm got? almost mad at myself for doing this. Uh oh. Because I Don't do something you will Don't do it, Zach. No, I'm <laughs> no, I was going with the stout. You're going with it. I am. Yeah. I am. And, yeah. But I just Need a hug, need some love. But we oh. well, honestly, if that stout didn't come through, that would have been our pick. I honestly higher I, form, for me. It would have been my pick too. Higher form of consequence is phenomenal. It's it's my beer of the night and that was a tough call because Need a Hug is phenomenal and Float the Stars that Flanders Float read. Great. Yeah, that was, they were all great. They were all great. Yeah. When I, honestly, when I had the first beer of the show, when I had the Whippoorwill, I was like, oh, that's probably going to be my beer of the show. That was fantastic. Yeah. And then I had four other beers better than it. So, <laughs> yeah. hell of yeah. a night. That's kind of how this show's gone. All right, yeah. Evan. I think I'm... <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, it's down to you. We've all picked... Higher form of consequences, or higher form of consequence, singular. 
and it's it's definitely higher form consequence. You know, I mean, there's there's no way about it. But I have to say, those three sours were phenomenal. Yeah, they were. I mean, it stacks up with a lot of great if we sour did, places. I've had if we didn't have this the stout, I would I honestly I would have gone with the fennel um, sour. Really? Yeah, I thought that was funky. I like the funky beers. Uh, I, like, I think it's the big shrug is delicious. It is delicious. And even <laughs> another thing, if we didn't have the sours, that wit beer was amazing. Great. Yeah. I mean, I can't. It's just. I I want to. They're all slim margins. You could tell the quality of the brew, like the beer yeah. is like unreal. Like it's just it's just brewed well. Every you can tell their styles. They know how to do them, and Dude, I, I want to go visit them. I'm fangirling hard on this brewery. Yeah, <laughs> well, especially because you're from North Carolina. Well, it's not even that. It's just it's even if they weren't from North Carolina, this is just absolutely amazing. I agree. I'm fangirling hard too, and I'm from here. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, the fennel and blackberry one. That one brought me back to North Carolina and in the woods playing with my friends. That's what it did to me. You guys used to drink as kids. Only if you're straddling it. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wow. Uh, what a show. Damn. Um, one of, Wait. Uh, for me. We had a unanimous. Yeah, we did. We had a unanimous, unanimous beer of the show. Yeah. Which, Which doesn't, doesn't make sense. It doesn't happen <laughs> often. It's happened a couple of times, but not often. This one was probably unlikely. To it, it was very unlikely. It, it was the, very the unlikely. stout out of, I mean, I don't I don't know much about Fontaflora, but I believe they're more of like a wild ale producing brewery. I could be wrong, but I mean, we had three sours that were absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, and like, Jerry went with a stout. That's just that crazy. The <laughs> fact that Jerry went with a stout is really blowing my mind because it's so good. Jay's I'm sad, Mike. He's a sour dude. I am. I am, and I I've had a lot of great sours. So it's these ones are. There's nothing to like Shire Tail at or whatever it's called. What's that? Thing? Shire Tail. Yeah. I don't know. I've never heard of that. <laughs> nah, it's not a story. Never heard Shire Tail. <laughs> it's nothing to wag your tail at. Okay, that sounds bad. <laughs> no, that's I, not I true. still never heard that. Of sounds that terrible. sounds like the opposite of what you're trying to say. Yeah. It's nothing you want, to. I want to wag my tail. It's nothing to shake your Dikimbe Matumbo finger at. <laughs> you said dick. <laughs> it's not dick, dude. It's to shake your dick at. You <laughs> <laughs> said it. It's on the pod. <laughs> Right. I it's, said it's nothing to shake your dick it be Matumbo <laughs> finger at. It. It's nothing to wag your finger at. <laughs> okay, let's let's wrap the show. But, but yeah, we're, we're gonna wrap it up. Um but yeah. Let us know. Let people know where we can find us. I will let the people know. You can find us all and you can find the, the beautiful artwork and these bottles at Beer for Thought Podcast on Instagram where we post photos of every show that we do. You can find us on Twitter at underscore beer for thought send us a beautiful email or hate mail at beer for thought podcast or beer for thought pod at gmail.com and we do this show for free people this is a free show if you've listened to any of our shows you've never paid a dime you've only paid your time but if you'd be so kind as to leave an apple podcast review and even write us a cute little note about how much you enjoy the podcast. We would truly appreciate it. That's how people can find us. That's how this podcast will grow. That's how we will eventually sell out and make millions of dollars. <laughs> a, B, and B, we're on our way. <laughs> so anyway, that's where you can find us. Oh, yeah, we also have a Facebook, if anyone still uses Facebook anymore. but yeah. Does anybody know how to post videos to 
Facebook. We might as well just honestly just shout out our Instagram. That's it. Yeah, it, honestly, yeah. Instagram is where we're most active. Um, but we we still we still monitor all of our social media. So wherever here's your preferred alley of of social, just let yeah. us know. So this has been another phenomenal podcast. This is number twenty nine. Twenty nine. Episode twenty nine. Thank That's you great. all for listening, as always. To the last draw. To the last, last straw. You know what this beer reminds me of? Please, I want to this know. This beer reminds me is if I've ever been to North Carolina, which I haven't, but if I had, <laughs> roaming through a field of flowers where there's this, <laughs> there's a swing set off in the distance and you're just frolicking. There's a nice light breeze just swaying the flowers side to side. And you're naked. <laughs> you have and to you're be naked. Butt naked. There we go. It's buck. Buck naked. <laughs> Frolicking through this field of flowers as you walk up to this swing set, and you get on that swing set, and you strap, <laughs> you straddle it. You don't sit on it like a normal swing. <laughs> Damn, dude, you leotard. <laughs> you straddle it. You straddle it sideways. Still, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> when a when a child's mother. I think you're going West Virginia in this one. Shrieks in horror. <laughs> oh, take me home. You straddle it sideways and you just swing the wrong way. <laughs> the wrong way. So not this way. Side? No, forward and back, dude, because that's the wrong way, right? Well, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Side to side. I know. Yeah. Doesn't it get kind of janky? You like, you <laughs> You're just hanging. Something's got to be off kilter because something's hanging off. The <laughs> your your side balance side. is already off. <laughs> That's what this beer reminds me of. <laughs> exactly. You oh, forgot your. Everybody's cousin. been there. We've all done it. You forgot your cousin in the if lake. Haven't lived. Noodling, buck naked. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I don't know about no. that. Oh, that Jesus. sounds like an Evan, an Evan dream. <laughs>